What is up? It is Phil here with another episode of Philosophy. Today's guest, we have the one, the only, the Will Goubert. Hello, everybody. Did I? Oh, yeah, sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, yep, <laughs> sure. So, did I say your last name correctly? That was pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, yeah. how how would you like, is there, is there like in, in, in what's the word I'm looking for, like a, a specific way to say it, I guess? Like you know, a, since it's French, you gotta throw like a French like twirl to it, so like Goubert. Okay. Oh, I know. I can't do it. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, because we joked about uh, your your last name, how people mispronounce it, and series like Colin Will Gobbit. I'm like, that's not not how this, you know. I've heard it all, so uh, nothing surprises me with that. Nice, nice. So, all right, so um, let's talk about a little bit about you. You are the South Campus next gen pastor yep that's correct so and you've been on here for about four or five months now four months and at the end of this week yeah nice. that's it's, exciting. Exciting. it's crazy it's been four months that's, i know <laughs> it's one of those like you look back and go only four months i know it's, it feels like years <laughs> right you know but uh, uh in a good way so you know absolutely it's definitely not like oh my gosh it's you know like one of those days will never end kind of thing absolutely you know but it's kind of funny how um, I don't know if anybody can hear this. If they go to listen to this in the background, you hear drilling. They're in the next pot room over from the podcast room here at downtown FPC Leesburg. They're replacing our light fixtures with like LED lights. So um, we're going to do our best to power through this one. Get it powered. You know, uh, that's, hey, that was good. <laughs> you know, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, man. So you're, uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Like you, um, were born in a different country. I was, yeah. So, like, just give me, like, a kind of a brief overview of, like, Will. Yeah, absolutely. So, I am half Brazilian, half French. So, my dad is French. My mom is Brazilian. So, I was born in Brazil. Nice. And we moved to the States when I was about six years old. And okay. my dad had a coffee business. And so, that ended us up in South Carolina out of all states, which... Still don't understand that, but <laughs> hey, it's okay. I mean, South Carolina loves coffee. I mean, I guess so. But yeah, we ended up in South Carolina, pretty much grew up in South Carolina. Nice. Um, just all throughout my life, didn't never really moved anywhere else until went to college, went to North Greenville University. Let's and, go. Yeah, Tigerville, South Carolina, and then married my amazing, awesome wife, who I love so much if she's listening to this, <laughs> and uh, we got married. I served as a bivocational student pastor for three years and a public school teacher, did that for a little bit, went to seminary in Texas for a few years, and then now I'm in Leesburg. Nice. So when did you meet Tori? I met Tori when I was in a, a junior in high school, so she was a sophomore, I was a junior. Okay, so now... You guys met when you were in high school, and that was obviously in, in where in South Carolina? It was in Easley, South Carolina. Easily. So okay, Easley, South Carolina. Then did you, like, you guys, like, stayed, like, together, like, the whole time, like, high school sweethearts mm -hmm. kind of thing? Absolutely, nice. yeah. It's been on October 3rd. It would be 11 years since we started dating. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good you remember the, the date. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm trying my best. I don't, I, don't, I don't see any tattoos either. Yeah, <laughs> I have a cheat sheet in my wallet. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm just pulling out, it's laminated. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's cool. Um, so uh, where did you go to get your seminary degree? So I went to Southwestern Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas. Nice. That's, that's why Cliff likes you. That's exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that may be why I got this job, if I'm right. honest. Yeah. But no, it's, uh, and obviously, you know, we joked about that because I remember when um, we, let's see, I think it was a Sunday morning that Cliff introduced you. Yeah. 
he said that you were his new favorite staff member. <laughs> <laughs> and we all, like, jokingly treated him badly for, like, the rest of the afternoon. Oh, yeah. And obviously, obviously jokingly because, you know, Cliff doesn't have true favorites. But it was just funny because, like I said, ah, oh, I see, see, see you got a new favorite, huh? I said, you know. Well, what's funny about that was whenever I was interviewing him and, you know, I said I was in Southwestern. I didn't know he had any connections here. And then he was asking me, like, what street do you live on? I was like, what? And then he's like, where, what barbecue? He was asking me all these questions. And I was like, what kind of interview is this? But then he told me how much he loves Fort Worth and it all made sense. So <laughs> You're like, um, what church am I working for? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny, man. So, uh, yeah, so that's cool. So you, um, so... Yeah, that's, I don't know where I'm transitioning from this. <laughs> um, so now, you you know, you, you, you got this job. Um, you know, South Hughes has been great. We've loved having you there, you know. Um, last Sunday was my last Sunday with you guys hanging out, which is fun. Boo. You know, right, yeah. No, no, that's, that's that, uh, I don't even have the, that's the closest <laughs> thing I can even get to that. You know, <laughs> no, it's, um. It was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, it was a good run. Um, I can officially say this because um, Stephen and Sean have their podcast, and they mm. officially said it on that podcast. So I feel like I can officially say on this podcast, Riley's coming, which I'm excited Absolutely. for. And so he'll be there in like three Sundays. So yep. there's like only like three awkward Sundays we got to transition, which is fun, which is good. Um, Katie did her due diligence and sent me out the tracks that she needs, the key she needs it. So I'm going to work on that today, get you guys the stuff you need. And awesome. So, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna be good. The kids are gonna to continue to grow. You got a gr- really good team there of kids that Absolutely. you know love the Lord, love to sing, love to you know lead and be a part of it. And so it's really cool to see that growth that's been there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the the funniest part, and I think it's the the one of my highlight memories is when the kids are like sharing memories about like how I like impacted them. <laughs> yeah, no, that and was that like, was really cool. It was fun, and like of course I'm like you know so I'm like all right, so like. Alex first. I'm like, all right. She's like, Taco Bell. I'm like, okay, food. Okay, I see. All right, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Good. Starting out. We're starting out small. Don't want to set the bar too high. You know. And then, you remember the time when you were driving with me and you jumped the curve? Do you remember the time when you were driving and did this? Do you remember the time when we were driving and we were terrified about this? Do you remember the time? Like, so I did nothing spiritual to, like, lead y'all at all. Y'all just remember my driving. That's, that's, makes you question. <laughs> like, A lot of driving memories. Exactly, right? I'm like, that makes me question. All from one night, too. Like, <laughs> I was like, you know. I, you know, hey, you got to impact the kids' lives somehow, right? You well, know. you know, teenagers, they they don't have very good memories, so they just think <laughs> of the most recent things. So. Yeah, which was which, which was really funny. It was just, it was, and I had nothing, you know, no upsetness about it. Like, Absolutely. you know, it was it was just really funny. Um, that it just cracked me up. That that was just that that was their responses and thoughts. And you know, like we said, we were talking about um, so we did this thing a tag called mentoring moment. This is a hard left shift here. Um, and I help record and edit and do things like that for them. And one of the things we came up with was for the mentoring moment this coming Tuesday, because I am I leave tonight to go to, you know, Virginia for a weekend, so I'm going to be out until till tag. So it's like, I mean, can I finish it today, get that done? And so one of the ideas I had was a uh, mentoring moment from the kid's point of view. It's always been from the mom, like, uh, from, or the grandma, or the someone like that, or not even mom specifically, from just an older lady, older lady's point of view. Um, <clears throat> and so they, uh, were sitting there and I was like, oh, let's do it from a kid's point of view, like ask questions and things like that. Right. <clears throat> and the, um, their whole, um, responses were like, like how, why do you love your mom? She cooks me food. Okay, cool. What does your mom do for you? She makes me food. 
okay, cool. You Check. know, like everything was like all about food. Yep. And it was really funny. Is So Nick Wallace mm-hmm. did one of the recordings because he helps with the kids and his answer was all food. Everything about his mom, <laughs> all food. And, I was, and then, so, but I'm still just thinking, I'm like, oh, it's funny. Like half kids answer food or whatever. And one girl's, girl's like, my mom makes me vegetables and lunch. I said, okay, that's where you're, <laughs> you know, what'd you think about? Let's go. You know, and, um. Anyways, but it was just we were talking about. I was talking to Jenny afterwards. She's talking about like the importance of just the little things, you know, mm-hmm. and just thought like, oh my gosh, like you know, the stress of like you know, I don't ever have never understand this. Probably will never understand that from the mom side of things of like how stressful it is to like you know you got to make three meals a day, mm-hmm. seven days a week for the rest of your life. Absolutely, have to feed not just yourself but like your whole family. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, oh, it's a kind of a funny perspective when you think about that. You don't really think about having to, you know, like, oh, it's, it's you know, I come home going, what's for dinner? Oh, burgers. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, simple thought of it where we're having big burgers and, you know, maybe what that process put into, you know. Mm-hmm. And so and there's many times that, you know, because I still live with my parents, I come home, I was like, yeah, we're, we're ordering I'm just too tired to cook, you know. And I'll, sometimes I'll cook, cook at home and I'll help us, things like that. Absolutely. But we were talking about the little things and it was just the, the, the funny thing I like, you know. You're expecting one thing, and then it's just the, the thing that, like, you really impacted somebody else is just not what you thought it would be, you know? Absolutely. And so, like I said, it's just that ties back to the kids. Of the, you know, like I said, I, you know, you always want to impact someone spiritually, obviously, mm-hmm. always. <clears throat> but, you know, impacting them in other ways is, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, because, like, with, you know, all of the leaders that are at South Youth, like, that's our job to impact them spiritually. But we all have different roles and how we impact them. Like Absolutely. your job, main job is to impact them spiritually. You know, mm. my job was to help lead them to mm. in worship and, and just have a good time with them. You know, that's just kind of what my role is. And Absolutely. So, you know, and so that just, that just helped me, help made me feel that, you know, like I, I did leave an impact. I did leave a mark. You know, people always say, Oh, you will you you know, obviously you'll be missed except, you know, Will gave me a kiss and bye Phil. <laughs> and, you know, and love. And, and love. love. Yeah. Also, just to be clear, that was per my request. So don't give me a savage cake. Give me something sarcastic because if anybody who knows me and all the people who listen do know me, I'm a very sarcastic, sarcasm runs through my blood kind of thing. That is true. And so it's just, and sometimes I take it a little too far. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yep. You know, it's one of those things you say and you're like, <sighs> I did have one of those moments with a student the other day. <clears throat> he said something funny and I said something like sarcastic back. And he said something sarcastic back, and I went to say something else, and I thought about it. I'm like, it's probably not going to go over well. I'm just going <laughs> to let him win this battle for the night, you know. Holy Spirit held you back. Exactly, because one of those, I'm like, I could totally destroy you right now, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also a leader in this moment, so I need to be the one to, like, you know. Absolutely. Just, just curb that moment, you know. Yeah, and I, w- but, I will just say, going back to that point, I think – you know, the impact you make on people, a lot of times you don't see it right now, but, you know, the Lord obviously was using you in a big way, working um, mm-hmm. through you in the lives of the students. And I think I think it's like planting seeds. You know, we don't always see the, the fruit of that, but mm-hmm. I think you, without a doubt, made a huge impact on all those kids. I mean, you were there for like a year and st- helped start the group and stuff. So Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I, um, I uh, sorry, someone was trying to call my phone. I'm like, can't talk right now. Um, so Sunday, let's give a little recap. I mean, give me like a minute to two minute recap of what you talked about Sunday. Yeah. So we are doing a series through the book of Ephesians. And so we were in Ephesians chapter three, verses one through 13 this past week. And, uh, the idea is just talk is Paul is obviously writing to the Ephesian Christians and talking about how, uh, they were Gentiles and there is no, 
there's nothing separating them from getting to Christ. So mm-hmm. the Jews often thought that the Jewish Christians thought they had to do all of these certain things and there was nothing separating them. And so it was just Paul's encouragement to them to just seek the Lord, follow the Lord, that type of thing. Yeah, that's good. So one thing we always did was, you know, have these these discussion questions and I, you know, obviously they're always good questions. Don't want to make that statement that like, oh, you know, now it's good questions. Yeah, especially good this week. <laughs> yeah, it was just some good points and good topics that we really got into, you know, that I think we, you know, we were cutting it short, but I'm like, man, we could just, we could talk about these for hours, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just have like, I think we could have like, if we had the time, we could have really broken down this more, mm-hmm. you know, and um, there's a lot of questions that we talked about. And, um, you know, the, one of the questions is, you know, who do you struggle to believe that God can save and reconcile, mm-hmm. you know, and, that was one of the ones I was sitting there going like, this could get choppy. Oh, yeah. Ephesians, there's the big discussion, which we won't get in on this podcast because that's going to take forever, mm-hmm. um, is the predestination versus, you know, um, like... Free will. Free will, yeah. yeah. Pre- predestination versus free will, thank you. Mm-hmm. And, like, just that topic and, you know, which one do you believe? What does Scripture truly say? Mm-hmm. You know, there's people on both sides of it that can, you know, prevent really well defined mm-hmm. arguments for each side. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it's 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 kind of a cop out for me because I remember I was doing a, a lot of Bible study once, and we were, we called it the um, the thirteen letter challenge, mm-hmm. and we were going to go through all of Paul's Paul's books. You know. But starting with the easy one, because we're like, well, the first one's Romans. I'm like, mm-hmm. I do not want to jump right into the gate of a brain and Boston and hit Romans. That's just, you know, let's start easy. That's like, tense, yeah. I was like, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, then jump back to Romans. Okay. You know, because I'm like, that's a solid, like, four months, you know, or four, you know. I was like, but then I was like, but then we did, like, every other week, so it was going to turn, like, eight months. Mm-hmm. But then we got into it, and we're like, okay, well, we can't just brush through this. You know, we really need to break it down. And so, and so we get to this lesson. Of like the, of this particular passage of like you know I don't know if this is this particular passage or the passage of where it talks about predestination mm-hmm. choice you know free will that kind of thing of that such and um, I knew in my Bible study I had people that were very one you know they believe one way I had mm-hmm. other people that believed the other way you know it was very clear and I was like so like when I was sitting there I was like I said so guys I said this is maybe a cop out way to go with this I said but this is my belief. I said predestination may be right, free will may be right. Mm-hmm. But what is clear is that we're supposed to call, preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, that is the clearest middle message down the line. Absolutely. You know, there's like there's a lot of people a lot smarter than me that can they can, you know, are, are we going to go pre-trip, post-trip, mid-trip? <laughs> all those. All of the things, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's if you're into theology and you're into the, the, the debates and into things like that, then fantastic mm-hmm. dig a dig into that i i fully believe we need to strengthen our theology mm-hmm. you know we talked about that with um, someone else like when you go to share something you know um you need to be ready mm-hmm. be ready obviously you need to be ready to share everything but you need to be ready for them to come at you and go why absolutely you know like i had a the only time i shared i really it sounds like bad the only time i shared my faith but it was the only time i shared faith like an atheist i mentioned a couple episodes ago was um, with a kid in my high school, and he was just like, you know, I know where I'm going when it all ends. I'm like, that's dark, but okay. Mm-hmm. So do I. He goes, the land where, you know, I was like, like the land where honey flows, you know, thinking like something. He goes, the land where pink rivers flow and rainbows and butterflies. I'm like, he goes, Japan. And he's like, if America okay. goes down, I'm going to Japan. I'm like, okay. 
And so, anyway, so we got into the whole thing about he's an atheist and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. And, you know, if you want to listen to the story, well, you can go back four episodes, <laughs> I think. But, um, I, uh, but we talked about it. He's like, you know, um, when I... Uh, He's like, he, I'm like, I said, I'm like, so when you're when you're sitting there, I said, you're telling me that you're you don't believe that there's a God. And he goes, right. Mm-hmm. I said, so you tell me that the Big Bang just happened. Said, yes. I said, okay, let's pivot a little bit. I said, and here's the table. We were at, we were actually at a Goodwill. Okay. And we were at this is where we were. And I said, there's a puzzle right here. He goes, yes. And says, I'm like, how many pieces? He goes, like five thousand pieces or whatever. And I'm I'm butchering the story that doesn't <laughs> contradict exactly. But basically, I said that the the story is that I gave him or told him about a puzzle. And I said. If you have like a thousand, five thousand, I don't know how many thousand pieces, I said, you just have a really intense puzzle. You put it on the table. I said, is that puzzle going to just put itself together? No. I'm like, okay. So you give it a year. Is it going to put itself together? Is any of the pieces going to move? He goes, mm-hmm. no. I was okay. I said, give it a hundred years. Your great grandkids are going to see this puzzle. I said, is it still going to be, you know, a puzzle? He goes, or is it going to be the full image? He goes, no, it's still going to be just the broken pieces. I said, mm-hmm. okay. I said, go, you know, 500 years, you know, just, just something crazy. He goes, he's like, no, it's still going to be a broken piece. I said, okay. I said, like, you know, those little kid puzzles are like mm-hmm. four pieces only. Like you put them together and then ta-da, yeah. you know. Um, and he's like, yeah. I said, I'm like, he said, you could probably put those together with your eyes closed, right? He's like, yeah, they're super, super easy. You know, no, you know, they're meant for three-year-olds. So, okay. Same concept, super easy puzzle. I said, give it 10 years. He goes, well, it'll still be a puzzle, broken pieces. I said, okay. So if you're telling me something as simple as a puzzle, a four-piece puzzle cannot put itself together without, you know, someone putting it together. I said, how could you tell me something as complex as, as the universe or the earth or the trees and the look around you? How can you tell me something so complex as this just happened? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he, and then the bell rang. We went back to, <laughs> went yeah. back to what we were doing, but like, um, the reason I said we were at Goodwill, by the way, is I went to Lake Tech for like you know high school okay. towards the end, um, and we were <laughs> like an offsite thing in like a Goodwill, like it was like in a job center in the back. We were in like this little room in the back. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> so, so that's where we would go on breaks. We'd go walk on the store and stuff like that. And um, anyways, and so that was the conversation. But since then, I really haven't had much to dive into you know i mean mm-hmm. i've had conversations with people and they're like i've had people go why and ask, ask me the question of like why would god do this why would this happen you know yeah or i've tried religion and it doesn't work for me you know i've tried these things and i try to show them like it's not religion it's relationship mm-hmm. you know i said you look if you look at it as religion you look at it as something you have to do mm-hmm. no one wants to do something they have to do mm-hmm. you know i said you want to do something you want to do you want to be a part of the relationship absolutely you know and um and so i think that was a really good question with the you know who do you struggle with that God can save and believe in hearing those questions and answers? Like, you know, when you think about it and you look at the person like, oh, that, that person can't be saved. Yeah. You yeah. know, because you have, you know, whatever assumptions you have, or you just like, oh, they're too far gone or there's no way God could reach there or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, and going back to what you said, because you brought up like a lot of good things that I thought, <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think Christianity, it you can, Christians can be accused of checking their brain at the door and Mm -hmm. it's just like, Oh, just all emotions, that type of thing. But I think, you know, having a Christian worldview, which means that like God is over everything, over science, over all of those things. I think everything like you were saying can be explained through the perspective of Christianity. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's its own little thing in the corner and then there's like evolution or big bang or whatever else. It's like, 
God is universal, God is sovereign, and he impacts every area of science, history, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it, good. Yeah, so it's uh, apologetics is fun. And yeah. just thinking through these different things and just, you know, yeah. why do we believe what we believe? I mean, it's so, it's so necessary these days. Mm-hmm. You ever catch yourself thinking about heaven? Yeah, it's it's hard to. It's, it's my brain, like, just gets overwhelmed thinking, like, you know, like just all of the things, right? And you know, and it, it sounds bad that you like you have questions, right? Like you know, like oh, I'm, a, I'm a, I've been a Christian for years, I've heard pastors preach on this all the time, mm-hmm. but I still have questions. The biggest you question know? I had when I when I was an early Christian, I was like, mm-hmm. Am I really going to be in a worship service for eternity? That's what I was like. <laughs> they like, I was like, because I was like, I'm like, when I when the first heaven was explained to me, like, you're going to be able to go, you know, walk the streets of gold, mm-hmm. like all the songs, right? You're going to have a mansion to yourself. I'm yeah. Like, That's awesome. Like, let's go. Like, you know, yeah. I got this little room. Now I'm going to have a whole mansion. <laughs> let's go. Like as a kid, you know, and then like, and then they're like, you know, and then like, I understood it as like, you know, kind of like a church service. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you don't want to go worship before the throne of God, you can just go over there, you know. Mm-hmm. But then another person explained to me that, you know, for the rest of your life, you're just going to be going, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like hum, nah, nah, hum nah, yeah. you know, and it's just going to be all it is. And you're mm-hmm. just going to be like, it's just basically, like you said, like a worship service for the rest of your life, where it's just for all of eternity, like you die and, you know, yeah, there's a mansion, there's streets of gold, but like, you're not, you're just going to want to sit there before the throne of God, which as a kid, I was like, that just sounds boring. Mm-hmm. But like now as an adult, I'm like, that actually sounds kind of, kind of like, absolutely, like, let's go, like, yeah. you know. Uh, there's, I mean, there's still part of me that would be like, you know, wonders if like, you know, cause then like, you know, they say like new heaven and new earth, like, is that, you know, are we actually going to have like, is it going to be like the garden of Eden or mm-hmm. are we going to have, you know, like go back to like the, I'm just going to sound bad, like primitive technology almost, yeah. Yeah. you know, I said, or we're going to have all these advancements. Like when we have the new heaven and new earth, like, are there going to be all these new, new advancements mm-hmm. then? You know, and I think this is all speculation. I think we're not going to, you know, we're not going to know until we get there, you know, yeah. but like. And then I also heard heard this one interesting theory where it says, you know, um, there's a song that says split second. You know, it's an old 80s Christian song. It says in a split second, it'll happen. Mm. You know, blink of an eye. You know, there's, I mean, hundreds of songs have titles like this. You know, but like the way, again, the way things were explained is like, you know, he's going to come back and get a trumpet sound. Christians Mm. are going to go, you know, whatever and not whatever, but like we're going to be resurrected and, you know. And then I, I also want random side to know. Apparently, I say you know a lot, um, <laughs> and that's just for all of you listeners. I apologize. Let's let's make it a fun thing. Count how many times I can say you know. You know, winner winner earns a uh, gold star. Seventeen. Seventeen. So far. Okay. Dang. I'm okay. Just, I'm just I was like, whoa. <laughs> He's just been like, okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, but so yeah. So as we're saying, like you know, like the. Number one, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, we were sitting there and just like the thought of, you know, um, like, is there going to be a new heaven, new earth? I mean, there is going to be a new heaven, new earth, but like the, you know, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, ta- you know, take a, you know, blah, 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 blah. There's this, this whole time span like this, like it's going to be a thousand year reign. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a thousand years. So it's going to take a thousand years before anything happens, you know, but then there's, someone says it said this idea of it's going to happen all in a split second like mm-hmm. the you know a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day yeah like it's all going to happen at once mm-hmm. you know like he's going to come back everything's going to be destroyed new heaven and new earth all of it's going to happen in one shot mm-hmm. you know and that's a, I'm like, that's kind of an interesting thought when you think about it don't know how like 
solid that thought is, you yeah. know. But yeah. like, um, it's it's again, it all depends on you know teaching, theology, doctrine, background. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody can have a different thought and a point of it. And so, my whole belief is, you know, I know where I'm going. I know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I know exactly what I'm. You know. I see people then, you know, as we said on Sunday, like our ultimate call is to preach the gospel. Absolutely. Just, no and, matter what. Until Christ comes back, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not we have the free choice to choose or mm-hmm. we're predestined. Yeah. We're called to teach the gospel. Yeah. You know, I was in my last semester of seminary. I took a theology of evangelism class. For, it was mm-hmm. like a elective that I needed to take. And that's what we essentially talked about because, mm-hmm. you know, there's all these different beliefs, whether there's like a, a few chosen who, you know, will be saved or like, you know, everybody has an opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. ultimately we don't know, you know, right. so we are going to preach the gospel to everyone and let God work it out. Yeah. Um, I think that's, is, that's a solid point, you know, mm-hmm. and I, uh, but, um, yeah, no, just ha- questions on heaven and, you know, cause I was, as yeah. a kid, like we were talking about, I said, I want to, you know, like, man, you know, just in a, you know, like, can, can I go fly to another galaxy? Yeah. You know, like, because you, like, you have had angel wings and things like that. Can, like, can I go to another galaxy? Can I go, you know, mm-hmm. can I just go here? Can I go there? Can I go, you know, until, yeah. like, um, <clears throat> you know, so, you know, speaking of heaven, um, in first Corinth, second Corinthians chapter 12, Paul is talking about himself and he talks about him being caught up in the third heaven. And that's one of the most confusing passages because mm-hmm. you're like, third heaven? Like, right. what? Like, I thought there was just one heaven. <laughs> and so, I mean, there's so much mystery behind it, but I think, you know, your perspective at the end of the day is correct. You know, we're going to be there. Those in Christ will be there and yeah. we have eternal hope and whatever it looks like, whether it's, you know, heaven on earth or heaven for eternity mm-hmm. or whatever, um, ultimately, I mean, we'll be with the presence of God. So yeah. it won't, you know. it won't matter. Well, you know, here's an interesting thought I was just thinking about, like, just just came to mind, like, you know, new heaven and new earth, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right now, heaven's where people go when they pass away, and mm-hmm. it's like this, you know, da da da. And so, like, but, like, what if this, like, you know, what if the new heaven and new earth was kind of like, you know, you have earth, you can, you know, that's where your mansion is going to be, you're going to live here, and, you know, mm-hmm. like, we're going to work and work, and we're going to do, and we're going to yeah. worship God through the whole thing. But, like, what if it was, like, a church service? Like, you wanted mm-hmm. to go worship over the throne, so you just go to heaven, to, to, you know? Like, yeah. Like, you go to another, go to heaven like you go to another country, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, um, I, I, and so I just, I just an interesting thought, but. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, absolutely. We could talk about these for hours. A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the other questions was, um, what does it look like to approach the Father with boldness and confidence? Yeah, no, that that was good, and that was something that Paul, in the end of the text, was encouraging the Ephesians to do just because of the gospel, because of Christ. And I I think that looks, you know, it can look at a couple different ways, but, I mean, I think it's just realizing that we have a solid foundation that is on Christ, so it's not on anything that we do, because mm-hmm. if it's based on what we do, then obviously we have a very shaky foundation because <laughs> we mess up, we, you know, go— wander off the path all the time Mm -hmm. but our foundation is in christ so therefore we can have boldness approaching the father and so i think we can pray to god boldly um Mm -hmm. praying to him boldly to you know provide comfort to people or to you know say god if it's your will save this person or whatever it is because Mm -hmm. again not because of anything we do but because of christ yeah uh, that's good I, i i um we didn't really get to jump into that question on mm-hmm. Sunday, which I was well, I was really hoping to get into that one because I think it would have been really cool to hear the kids' perspective on it, you know. But mm-hmm. the um, I think we're on number four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to count it for you guys. Uh, 
but I think that's a, just a cool idea to be able to just approach that, you know, be able to have that ability to approach your heavenly father with that boldness and confidence that like, you know, Hey, I, I need you right now, mm-hmm. you know, but this ability to have, we, you talked about like the, what Jesus do you serve? Mm-hmm. Do you serve, I think you said Santa Jesus. Do you mm-hmm. serve the like Dr. Jesus, you know, like mm-hmm. which version do you serve and which not, which, not even serve, which version do you serve? Which version do you look for? Which yeah. version do you do go you believe, to? Do you believe? Yeah, do you, yeah. You follow after? Right. Do you go and be like, I want, I want, I want. Mm-hmm. Well, it says I can go in bold confidence. So I'm going to boldly ask that I want this. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, I, it says I can go in bold confidence. I'm going to confidently say that you're going to heal me. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't mean he will. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, of course, will pray that he will, but it is it is his will, mm-hmm. you know. And so I keep saying, you know, I'm just, just going to, we're just going to go with it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, thinking about the audience back then, because they had um, the temple. And mm-hmm. so part of like their yearly sacrifice was that like the high priest tied a rope around his waist and went to the father. And in case like the sacrifice wasn't accepted, you know, he would be dr- killed immediately mm-hmm. because, you know, God is holy. He is not. And so right. obviously there's probably a little bit of fear going in because you're like, you're approaching the Holy father. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it's really cool, you know, thinking of approaching the father with boldness and confidence again, not mm-hmm. because of what we do, but because of Christ. Yeah. Having that ability to, you know, that we talked about that um, a long time ago. It's like I said, they had to sacrifice mm. lambs, and there was one person like if that was in twenty twenty three. I gotta trust one person for, yeah. my, for my sins. Like, yeah. oh boy, like yeah, yeah. And so, but now having that ability to just be like, God forgive me, like I, mm-hmm. I screwed up. Like you know, it's me again. You know, hey, <laughs> um, and that's you know. Like I said, try seeing that one person like that, you know, that that's what you have to do. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, it, some say, <laughs> I feel like sometimes it takes a little bit more faith back then than it did today, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. To, no. You know, to have that ability, but it's just, it, it's crazy. I mean, the, the thing, thankfully, like you said, that he came, he died. Yeah. You know, we, we have the perfect high priest. Exactly. Who, Christ, who is Christ. Yeah. So. And we can just confidently approach the father and mm-hmm. just be like, hey, I need to talk to you. Absolutely. I need, I need help. I need this. I need this. I need, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, need to pray about this. And, you know, the other day I was talking to one of our students and I said, you know, approach God like you talk to anybody else. Mm-hmm. I said, sometimes we're like, dear Lord, mm-hmm. you know, we come before thee today yeah. in, in humble reverence <laughs> and which is nothing wrong with those prayers. But I am very much a, a person that like my mom taught me this, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, God, God, this sucks. Mm-hmm. This really sucks right now, mm-hmm. you know. You don't have to have this ability to like these beautiful words and elegant speech and all these things. He's, you know, he is your father. He wants mm-hmm. to hear. And there's and there's an argument of like, well, God knows everything, so I don't need to tell him. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you, you know, your mom knows everything, your dad knows everything, but you still tell them. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I there's times I still, you know, I'll, I'll get we we being vulnerable here. I'll get into the, that rigmarole of like you know bless the food amen bless the food amen yeah. bless the food amen you know absolutely and i will be like oh I haven't talked to you in like four days realistically um so here's the situation I'm in you know and like sometimes I'll be like God I'm sorry for not talking in the last couple of days but I really need you right now mm-hmm. and then I'll I'll be good for a couple of days and I'll be back to bless the food bless the food I'm like ah you know 
Mm-hmm. And so just having that moment, trying to just rebuild and regrow and have that communication. Absolutely. You know? I mean, it's, you know, we're, he's a real, God's a relational God. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we cultivate that relationship by talking to him. I mean, it's like, you know, a spouse, you know, you, if, if I didn't talk to my wife, Tori for three <laughs> weeks, You'd we would trouble. Yeah. I, I, I won't do that, but we <laughs> wouldn't have a good marriage at all. It involves communication, tr- those types of things. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, it's, that's good. Absolutely. Well, this was <laughs> very deep, really, really quickly. And I knew this was where it was going to go. I didn't, I like Yeah, that's I, good. I enjoy getting to t- have these kind of conversations, but it's always awkward to transition out of something so, like, deep and spiritual and then be like, make a funny joke. But Calvin, you don't know who Calvin is, but he was on my podcast the last two times. And we, we the first podcast, we attempted to get spiritual and just didn't go that way. And we just had a good time, and, mm. you know. Second podcast, we went so deep and like, oh my gosh, this is really deep and spiritual. <laughs> and then he's like, so conspiracy theory, just random, like out of left field. Mm. He's like, are you a flat earther or are you a round earther? <laughs> and I'm like, round earther? <laughs> yeah. And so, but just transitioning out of something like that. The conspiracy know. theories? So we're, we're not going to conspiracy Aww. theories. I mean, do you want to go? Spe- what's what's a conspiracy theory you have? So this is not one I personally believe hundred percent. But whenever I was a teacher, this was the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. But when is I was it a, safe for children in the little years of vaccine? No, it, it is. Okay. Um, when I was in Texas, there was a pretty much like I would say ninety percent of my students believed Helen Keller was not a real person. And, and apparently what? that was going, I know I, it's the strangest thing ever, but they, it was going around on TikTok or whatever, but they were like, Mr. Goubert, like she wasn't real. There's no way. There's no evidence. Yeah. It, <laughs> so that's personally my favorite ridiculous conspiracy theory. That's funny. There is no f- evidence that, okay, interesting. Yeah, because they they would ar- they would argue in quotations that because mm-hmm. she apparently flew a plane, but she was d- deaf and blind, and so they're like, "There's no way that could happen," and so <laughs> just think things like that. But um, that's funny, there uh, you hear the conspiracy theory that Michael Jackson is alive. Yes, I've heard that. I've seen pictures of Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's alive. I'm like, was that in Vegas? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. He was in, he went to Vegas. Yeah, look, oh, there's another Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. there's, We've uh, we've cloned him, you know. Like, <laughs> have you ever been to Vegas before? I've not. So Tori and I were on a road trip, and so we were heading to California to national parks, but we stopped mm-hmm. in Vegas because it was just like halfway where we were going. Right. I it was the worst experience ever. There's crazy, <laughs> crazy people, and like we we didn't do any of that like normal Vegas stuff. We just like got a hotel room and w- walked around a little bit, but mm. um, I can't imagine. It. Yeah, it was. There were a lot of just costumes and people, and it was just, mm. it was a weird experience. There's certain places that I'm like, I'm good with just watching you on, like, some images, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, like, it'd be cool to go to Los Angeles, but mm. do I really want to deal with all that traffic? It was, yeah, we... Did you drive through L.A.? Yeah, we, we went to L.A., and we were going, like, 15 miles from one part to the other, and it took, like, two hours. It was absolutely, that, that was the worst traffic I've seen in my whole life. Yikes. Bumper to bumper. Like, no one gets anywhere. No. Like, there's so many people that they can't get anywhere. Like, could you imagine, like, I'm going to lunch. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing with L.A., too, was, like, there's this just haze. Like, I guess it was pollution just all over the city. So it was just, it was just, mm-hmm. I mean, if your listeners are from L.A., I'm sure it's great. But <laughs> I, we, it was kind of gross. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody that is listening is from LA. If they do, we apologize here on philosophy. Uh, no, no, we didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, buck up. Yeah. <laughs> I said buck. There we go. <laughs> well, may have to edit that one out. Absolutely. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I have to put another, another explicit warning on this one. <laughs> oh man, we uh. We joked about that, something about um, one of our podcasts with Kevin. I'm like, I, I, we made some kind of joke like that. I was like, man, I'm going to have to like, you know, because when you go to load, it's like, is this podcast explicit? I'm like, no. Mm. I'm like, this one, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I just want to click yes one time and see how many people yeah. listen to that one just episode. Like, whoa, whoa, Phil. Like, I should do it with like Pastor Cliff. Oh. Pastor Cliff and you have a deep spiritual theory God and then put explicit. <laughs> and see like how many people go. I listened to that whole podcast. Yeah, I like was listening out, for something. Yeah, well, you know, because some people are like, you know, I listen to it. You know, what would I talk about in the middle? Mm-hmm. What I say, you know, and I I don't care if someone doesn't listen to the podcast. It doesn't hurt mm-hmm. my feelings one way or another. It was just cracking me up because I'm like, I wonder if anybody would listen more if I made them explicit. <laughs> you know, like a random episode. Like, all of a sudden, you have like four streams, five streams, 50 streams yeah. for the, you know, <laughs> waiting for Phil to say a cuss word. But, that would be an interesting uh, test. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure, man. Um. So yeah. So let's let's wrap this up with some funny dad jokes. Okay. You are not a you are not a dad. You have an animal. Are you like an animal like animal dad? Like is that? Yeah, yeah. So you could say I'm a cat dad. That's what I have been called before. A cat dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I do. I did think of one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, Tori. I am so sorry about this. Um, Tori is my wife, by the way. Is she actually going to listen to this? Um, the question. Is that the real that question? That is the real question. It's, um, we're like 40 minutes in. So, yeah. Tori, if you listen to this, tell Will the secret word is flamingos. I'm going to forget about it, and she's going to just tell me flamingo <laughs> in like a couple you're of days. Like, you're going to be like, what? what? <laughs> um, okay, so do you want to hear a joke about a cat, Phil? Sure. Just kitten. That one is my <laughs> I that's my favorite one. Nice. Uh let's see. My goal is to be be more like a McFlurry machine at McDonald's. I'm accepted for being dysfunctional and celebrated when I do the bare minimum. <laughs> that's good. That's good. You know, getting old really sucks. I threw him back I threw my back out the other day because the, the toaster scared me. <laughs> Relatable. Uh, right. Today's forecast, slightly exhausted with a 100% chance of needing coffee. Scattered sarcastic comments coming this afternoon. I feel like that describes you pretty well. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. I try to think of anything else. Um, oh, Sean had one the other day on, on the podcast. It was, why do chickens do jumping jacks? Okay, why? So they can have scrambled eggs. <laughs> I'm going to steal that one. That, that's good. That was a good one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, uh, let's see. Um, did you know Audi is coming out with a bigger SUV that seats 20? I don't get that one. It's called the Audi Torium. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Phil. <laughs> I don't really rise and shine. Most days I just caffeinate and cross my fingers. Hope for the best. Pretty much. The older I get, the more I understand why roosters should just scream to start their day. <laughs> you know... It's almost fall in the south here, so you need to get ready for pumpkins, mosquitoes, humidity, shorts, and flip-flops. Okay, so basically it's summer, but we have pumpkins. 
<laughs> when does it get? When does it start getting cool around here in Florida? Um, cool in quotation marks. Like an hour here, an hour there. Okay. You know, uh, so you know it should be getting cool in the next month or two. You know, I mean we're down at the eighties yeah. from the nineties, which like that's only ten degrees, but trust me, it's ten degrees. It's great. Yeah. Um, you're walking out in sixty-eight degrees in the morning. It's been great this last week, oh, few yeah. days, and yeah. so you know. I'm looking forward to when we wake up and it's 68 degree high. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I'm go- yeah. going up to uh, Virginia this weekend and it's going to be like highs in the 60s and 70s oh, that, all week. That would feel, that's going to feel nice. It's going to be fantastic. But I'm having to like pack jackets now. I'm like, I don't like a carry on bag. So I'm like, all right, like two flannels on a hoodie. Like That's all I could fit. <laughs> you know, because I'm kind of a larger dude. So, they, yeah. you know, fitting in everything into a suitcase and making sure it's within the dimensions of carry on and, so we're gonna check in tomorrow and hope I don't have to pay to <laughs> to check the bag. Absolutely. Who so, who are you flying with? American Airlines. Okay. Which I uh, downloaded a bunch of like movies and things on my phone. So yeah. way, because you know airplane mode. Because apparently when your phone's on not in airplane mode, which I was like, I've always wanted to try it. Yeah, I know. Just to <laughs> see see if like I could like get a text message or phone call. But I was always terrified that I would be the one to crash yeah, the plane. I know. <laughs> like. You know, that's not worth the, the experiment. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. No, but I have had that same thought so many times. That's funny. D- do you like flying? Uh, oh, I do. I haven't flown in a long time. The last time I flew was to Texas a couple years ago. Okay. I, um, yeah, that was the first time I kind of flew by myself. I, uh, actually, no, I take that back. I, so I, uh, the first time I remember flying that I remember was 2016. We went, uh, mission trip up to Boston. Mm-hmm. So I flew up. That was fun. Uh, went up there the whole weekend, and then we were, like, building a church, which that was really cool. You yeah, know? But one of our Jay Mudd, one of our partner, you know, previous pastors here, we partnered with him to help build build his church, and it was, like, in a kind of like an old, like, shopping center place, and we are like, ripping up carpet, cleaning out concrete dust, building bathroom stalls, like, mm-hmm. you know, laying carpet, things I'd never, like, I'm cutting carpet, cut, I'm edging, you know, doing yeah. all these things, things I would never, like, you know, have done here. It was fun, and I made the mistake of oh, there's a back stairwell that was full of concrete dust. You know, it's like 15, 18 step stairwell, and then I'm back there, I'm sweeping, sweeping, sweeping all the concrete dust without a mask. Oh no! I got I got every itis you could think of, bronchitis, sinusitis, laryngitis, like everything you could get, and so I was I got so sick from it, and then I was like, oh man. Um, Man, this was rough. And then I get back on the airplane, and you're stuffed up. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the most painful landing I ever had because it's just the, the pressure, and you're like, mm-hmm. you're already dealing with pressure, and then the pressure, like, magnifies. I'm like, I'm going to die. Like, my head's going to pop off, you know. Oh, no. And so, but that was the first time I flo- I've flown and then hadn't flown in a really long time. And then I did summer staffing with Fuse in 2019, and then um, I flew two flights there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we uh, we landed in Atlanta and I met a couple of people and we all flew in the same flight and went out and, that, and then drove across the country. That was really fun. It's not kind of the conversation for another day. And mm-hmm. then um, a couple of years, about a year later, I flew from here to Texas to see a friend of mine. And then this is the, like, I think the fourth time I've flown. Okay. So I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah. It's uh, So I'm flying from here to Charlotte, Charlotte to Lynchburg, and okay. Lynchburg to Charlotte, Charlotte to Orlando. So I'm kind of a jumping, and for sixty five dollars, I can upgrade to first class. Ooh, are you gonna do it? The last leg of the flight coming back because I'm coming back at like eleven o'clock at night. And I'm driving uh, back. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna be exhausted. So I'm like, maybe I'll sleep and 
go to first class and get like one of those comfortable chairs and like sleep for the last hour for only like sixty five dollars is like not a bad idea. Absolutely, and then you can get off the plane first, so exactly, which is a big advantage there. You know, and then if I have a carry on, I'm just going straight to my car. Absolutely, like let's go. Yeah, and so that's that's the thought, that's the idea. You know, it has dedicated, you know, dedicated spaces, you know, you know for mm-hmm. your thing, and you know, all of the other fun stuff. I don't know. I've never flown first class, so I'm kind of excited to try it out. Yeah. And just, you know, for one leg of the flight, not the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to fly first class again. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy that, you know, f- <laughs> gets the free seats. You uh, know? Like, absolutely. No. no, I did pay for leg room once. I did play for an exit, exit seat that had, that had the leg room, you mm-hmm. know, because I knew Spirit knew it's a fl- smaller thing. And then I, when I was flying back from Texas, I didn't assign my seat. Okay. So I got stuck in the middle oh. of, a, of the small seats. Yeah. And so I'm in the middle. I got elderly next to me that was Spanish, couldn't speak. Was I think she was deaf because mm-hmm. her phone was ringing so loud, <laughs> and she couldn't figure out how to answer it. She was just like couldn't figure out how to answer it. And then like would hang up, and then they call back, hang up, mm-hmm. and call back. I mean, and on the whole ring time, like will this thing stop ringing? And then I don't even. There's a then there's a dude next to me that just you know just. Mm-hmm. Serious like body odor issues. I'm yeah. like, I'm going. And this is, and it was a, it's like it was a three and a half hour flight. Yeah. Like, oh. and so like, as we're getting on the plane, she goes, "Hello, hello, hello," and and it's still ringing. And yeah. She's looking down, and she looks at me and goes, "I don't know." And so I just reached over and answered the phone for her and put it up to her ear. I'm like, <laughs> she goes, "Hello," and then da 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 da. Yeah. I'm flying. Yeah. And, and then the phone rang again. I said, "Do not like." I scrolled her phone down and like I showed her. I'm like. Airplane mode, mm-hmm. done, and then I'm just like okay, but then I fell asleep like neck down and was a very uncomfortable thing. So I'm definitely gonna potentially look at that. So you did your good deed of the day. I did. Day. I did. I, I dealt with an, an older person that, you know, well, it's funny. We joked about someone saying like old people stuck in their ways. That sounds really bad. Mm-hmm. So I came up with a new way to say it: the older generation that likes tradition. <laughs> That's good. All right? That's good. The older generation that likes tradition. That's a very nice way to say you're old and stuck in your ways. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's a very, you know, that's what we call a backhanded compliment. Absolutely. So. That's pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Well, man, I appreciate you being on today's podcast. We're, uh, you know, we, we're, we're here at Philosophy. We make dreams come true. Absolutely. This is my dream. Yeah. So I am grateful, Phil, for the opportunity. Yeah. Don't know if we actually make dreams come true, but I just had to come up with a catchy tagline there. Hey, know. absolutely. Maybe, you know, philosophy. You know, there we go. Know, like a, you know, like a. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to use that button. But, all right, man. Well, I appreciate it, and we'll have you on again soon. Yeah, that'll be great anytime. All right, bye. See you.